0: <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm
1: awesome. How are you?
0: Doing well. Thank you. Thank cool. you.
1: Well, I want to set listeners, viewers, watchers, fellow orgasmic mamas up with some context about us and who you are for me in my life and why I wanted you here. That's the beautiful thing about doing something like this is I can put in it whoever I want, <laughs> including my friends and and fellow, you know, life family. And so I knew I wanted to have a conversation with you at some point and inject it into Orgasmic Mama for a lot of reasons, which we'll get into. Um, but for those who are tuning in, we've known each other and been in each other's lives for what 6 years now ish 6 years i would i think yeah at least yeah 6 but then within that i feel like it's been an entire lifetime and you really are a soul sister and friend to me and you know if that's not enough for people to kind of get a sense of that you were there when maya was born so you were in the room with me and there for me welcoming her so that now people are like oh okay she's on that level so you were there for that epic event and right yes and just i admire and am ins- and so inspired by you and who you are as a woman as a mother as a wife as a partner as a badass businesswoman so all of these roles that you hold and the way you balance them so gracefully and beautifully i knew i wanted you here so that and many other reasons. That's why you're here. So I want to thank you. And if if anyone can see, there's like moving boxes behind you and stuff. So you are in the middle of a lot of life transitions and changes in business and in moving to a new house. So just the fact that you're here hanging out and taking this time for a conversation like this is even more example to me, you know, of how you show up and how you present, because that's all going on and you're here to have this kind of conversation. So- That is just a little bit of who you are for me and why I wanted you here. And I really wanted to impress that upon members, upon the orgasm mamas who are watching so that they really get like what they're about to be in store for as far as what we're going to talk about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up, Buttercup. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That was very beautiful and loving. And I receive all of that. And I just want to take a moment and thank you for allowing well, first of all, creating the space for orgasmic mama and orgasmic mamas to come together and collectively, you know, share ideas and, and just experience life and self in a fabulous way. So thank you for that. And then of course, thank you for having me and inviting me to it and to be a part of it. I'm super excited. and very honored. So thank you for that.
1: Yes. Okay. So how can we do this? I think to just paint a little picture of who you are and what you have going on in your life. Cause you kind of go through, I listed some of those roles already, but just so that, you know, mamas can see like, okay, this is what she's up to, like who you are, what's the, some of the things that you do, who the intimate people are in your life that are impacted by you, your choices, your energy. And I think that'll help us
0: set up some of the things I want to ask you. Okay. All right. So let's see where to begin. <laughs> um, I am, so I'm 47 and my husband and I, Bill, my husband and I have been together for, uh, since I've been 24 years old. And, uh, so those are multiple decades. And, uh, so not only are we partners in life, but we're also partners in business as well. And so we own and operate a residential real estate company here in Atlanta called Jameson and Company, and it's a multi-million dollar uh, residential real estate company. It's super successful. We run it lean and mean. We've got some folks, amazing folks working with us. And um, our new endeavor as of last year was to open up. Uh, a coaching company under the umbrella of Jameson and company. So both of us are, um, coaches, productivity coaches. And then in addition and separate from the, uh, the real estate company, we are also balanced lifestyle coaches to where we coach people through the, um, through the your day balance game and under the practices and, and coach them really around like, um, very holistic mind, body, holistic guidelines, life guidelines standards. Um, so there's so there's the coaching aspect of, of that part of us. And, um, I mean, I could talk for two hours on, on, you know, circle of influence and, and accountability groups yeah. that we lead and, and move through and, and all of those things. And so, um, then uh, I'm a mom, so I've got two boys, Rex and Lucas. They're 13 and 11 and a half. They're 17 and a half months apart, mm. and they're amazing, brilliant, fun, exuberant um, life mirrors that uh, that that are challenging and fun and effervescent in, in every way. And I love, love, love being the mom of boys. Um, so that's so that's that. And then you know, of course, I'm a daughter. Uh, uh, um, a sister. I've got two amazing sisters, Um, a friend. I mean, I've got an amazing group of women that are super powerful and um, really hold our ass to the fire. And, you know, that's, that's where you and I definitely co-mingle in a lot of that space. Uh, We call ourselves the Yaya's. (laughs) <laughs> so there's that. and then you know, I've got my coaching clients, I have other work relationships. I have other um, obviously friend relationships and so it just and it goes from there. Mm-hmm. So that is probably it's probably the order of things mm-hmm. um, but you know after we get through the other the other roles, you know it, mm-hmm. it just keeps it just keeps going so right, right. So cool. that's, so that's that. So those I are love it. relationships. Um, I feel like there was a, another question in there. Yeah, I think that. that's great. I think
1: you set up pretty well and kind of like painted the picture. And in addition to all of what you shared, which, which I observe, there's also fun. And, uh, like I get a big sense of that in terms of you, your home, your household, your family, you know, you go on vacations, you travel, you are really great about, uh, cultivating a sense of a passion in the boys and what they're really into and they have their things and you have your things. And so all, all of that, it's not like you're just (laughs) badass in business. This is what you do. Like you work hard and play hard and are healthy and are taking care of yourself and taking care of the people around you. So I see all of that. And that kind of leads me to the the question I want to jump off here is what does orgasmic mama mean for you personally, like to be in your state of an orgasmic mama, what does that feel like, look like? Because one of the things that I love is we can take that phrase, we can take that term, that experience, and it's, it's going to be so different across the board for all of us, what goes into that and then how we live into it. So I was just curious for you, if in a few words, you could share what that sense of being an orgasmic mama is for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um... I mean I would definitely lead off with while there is a physical sense of being an orgasmic mama it's not necessarily like in um in the physical sense it's for me it's it's fully accepting my power it's fully accepting Mm. me showing up in all of my roles and where I am and being present and conscious of the choices And so when I'm with you, like I'm with you and you get me and, you know, like you get all of me. And so what that means in the background is that the moving is handled. My boys are handled right now. You know, in other words, like things are taken care of and I set things up so that I can be completely focused on you. Mm -hmm. Um, so if that's me and me being in a yoga class, then things are taken care of. And, and, um, the, the, all of the other roles are set so that I can be completely focused on me being in my yoga class. Mm -hmm. If I'm on a date night with Bill, then which we have weekly date nights. So if I'm on a date night with Bill, all the things are taken care of and I show up and I'm completely focused on him. Mm -hmm. And what that allows me to, to do is really check in with myself and own my power and own my, zhuzh as I call it I love it uh and just and just be in that experience and fully immerse myself and super saturate myself in the yumminess of that experience Mm. whatever Mm -hmm. it is so Mm -hmm. uh, yeah I would say that that's there's an acceptance to it too there's an awareness there's a responsibility of it and there is an acceptance of it Mm -hmm. so you know and 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 while I was becoming aware of that, that turned onness, there was a, oh, shit factor of, like, like, no, you, you got it, like, so now, like, here it is, and now mm. either you fully accept it, or, you know, you play dumb, or you play it yeah. play small, and it's like, no, you know, like, I am here.
1: Yeah, like, the trusting it or rejecting it, which I feel like I see a lot, you know, when I speak with clients or podcast listeners or just, you know, women I'll message with on social media. It's like that, that epic battle. It seems like it comes down to like, you have, maybe there is the awareness and it's like, you get to now choose, do you accept, embrace and trust that? Or do you reject it, dumb it down to what you said? I think a lot of mamas find themselves at pivotal places in their lives where they get that choice. And there are results to either one of those
0: decisions absolutely it it could I mean do you know how easy it would have been to say Sarah I'm, I'm not doing this interview today I got yeah. all this movement stuff going on I can't handle it like I can't handle one more thing I can't handle and it's like no like you can oh. and, and it there's there's an ownership of it it's trusting it's just what is trusting yourself that you can and
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: oh, I got this I got this it's an hour, you know, it's, and I get to hang out with you. And that's what I said before we started the recording. It's like, no, this is, this is my woo-saw moment. Like, mm-hmm. I'm. this is for me. And, and that is part of me being, um, orgasmic and continuous yeah. stoking that fire, that, that juiciness of like, no, I got this. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So,
1: So to contrast being in your orgasmic mama place, Can you acknowledge or recognize or remember times when you clearly weren't? And what was the picture like then? You know, if you described what it's like to be in that orgasmic mama place, what was it like for you? Or what
0: could it be like for you when or if you're not there? It's. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. all Yeah, the time. I mean, there's certainly there's certainly times where it's just like, no, I need I need I, I just need a minute. Yeah. You know, and like pull it back for a second. And so, yeah, absolutely. Those times still happen. It's um, it's 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 being aware of it's just being aware of the choices that you're making and that you really are you're in. I'm in charge of how I respond to situations. And so, you know, um, I, there was a moment you're asking for an example. There was a moment earlier this week when, um, in a real estate transaction, I did, I got heated whew, with the other agent and it wasn't necessarily, um, the most powerful way for me to respond to that situation. And so I said my piece and, um, and (laughs) she's like, you need to dial it back. And I was like, honey, bunny, like, this isn't even, I'm about to go Jersey on your ass. Like, this isn't even (laughs) like, we're not even close. This is dialed back, you know? And so, you know, we got through that, that, uh, confrontation. And then I was like, wow, that was a really emotional reaction to this. So I did, I circled back and I was like, look, I apologize, you know, for, for my behavior. And I was very emotionally engaged in that. And that's not necessarily how I do, how I present myself professionally. And, you know, I mean, I ate my words and and yeah. you just own up to it and you just move on. Yeah.
1: Know? Yeah. And that's, that's using, I think that's an example, like, yeah, you, you kind of, duck out for a second of maybe the general orgasmic mama state. But I feel like because you are in general cultivating that and working towards being that and experiencing that, that you can come back from that quicker, you know, and you can just reintegrate. So tell me about for a second when that wasn't the average state for you. Maybe it was years ago or at a time where you can now see like that you didn't have that ability to kind of get back in. It was like that moment where you, you got out of it was more so just how you were in general. Yeah. Um, What what were some of like the bullet points of life that maybe were going on or not going on
0: when you are like
1: an orgasmic mama? Yeah. And an orgasmic
0: mama. And an orgasmic. Yeah. Yes. I was believing so I was believing the um the story that I was overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I was believing the story that I because I was a brand new mother, I was not able to be physically fit. So therefore Mm -hmm. I did not exercise. Um, I was believing the story of, um, and when I say that, like, these are conversations in my head. It's like, no, 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 no. you know, you've got so much going on. Like, no, you don't have time to exercise. No, you don't have time to go have intimate time with your husband. No, you don't have time. And so it's just believing those stories like blah. blah, blah, blah. It's just the chatter. Yeah. Um, uh, I was believing that I wasn't, um, please sarah i mean it's just it's it was crazy like i can actually see myself and that's why i'm looking like i i yeah. see myself where i was and you know the physical state and the emotional state i was just believing the story mm-hmm. you know whatever story that was mm-hmm. um so that was more i wish i could so i took a picture i'm going to i'm going to send you this this you know you got to love google yeah so, Five years ago, there was a picture of me and then they took a picture of me. um, Well, Bill took a picture of me, uh, you know, when we were in Charleston, a couple of like last week and we had just finished a run and then Google did a collage. And I was like, oh, it was five (laughs) years, five years. And I looked at that and I was like, super mom, orgasmic mom. Mm. Because there's super moms everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we're the ones that can carry 15 bags of groceries and still yeah. pick up the kid and feed the dog and da, 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 da. And like, there's nothing, nothing necessarily wrong with that. Yeah. It's how we relate to yeah. that. And it's like, I'm doing it all. Nobody's here to help me. Yeah. Nobody sees what I go through on a daily basis because, you know, so that's the story. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I
1: wrote that down. Cause I, I really love that. Yeah. Like the title of super mom, how we'll want that and wear that on. It's like, great, but what's coming with that, you know, and yeah. what energy is around it. Whereas I feel like if you are in the space of orgasmic mom and just by using that term and, and that thing around it, it's a completely different relationship. It implies a completely different experience of, of life and completely different pictures <laughs> yes,
0: physically absolutely. and yeah, emotionally. Wow. Absolutely.
1: It That's was powerful. You're
0: going to freak out I'm <laughs> for the picture now because you're going to freak out. I freaked out. I'm still freaking out, but that was another thing too. Um, you know, it's just, it's believing the story around it's, it's just believing the story around like the weight.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I, I, it, it, I could go on. There's yeah. Me.
1: Okay. So if you find the picture, great. If not, you can send it to me and we'll, we'll look over it more there. Okay. Uh, I want to shift into, cause you touched on it already. So it's great. We'll kind of bounce back to it, uh, in business, you know, you talked about, you know, being in a meeting and kind of how you use that awareness to get yourself to where you need it to be so that you could be your best. Right. And effectively, not that, not that you want to hurt people's feelings all day or kind of like go Jersey on them to what you said. Um, but it's more so about how, you are are feeling in your confidence and your uh, awareness and responsibility around yourself. So I want to talk about how orgasmic mama energy and specifically sense sexual intimacy, you know, and that doesn't mean sex. That doesn't mean yeah. intercourse daily, but that energy movement, how you have used that to fuel your business and who you are as an entrepreneur, as a businesswoman, as, an example of that, you know, to now evolve your, your business into coaching others, uh, that's gotta be a part of that. You know, like that's, that, that has to be an example of it, of it working. Right. So I would love for you to just share whatever comes up for you around utilizing sexual energy for your business, because I think that's a piece that mamapreneurs out there could really use a conversation on. And I think it's one that's, it's definitely. I think it's cracking open, but I think it's been a closed door. Like it's something that I feel like even just recently I saw one article, and I think Matthew sent it to me about the relationship of your, your health around your sexuality and money and how those things could be related. I think yeah. you know, just, it was, it was like one line too in the article about how like, you know, have sex. Yay. And it's more so just from like a pleasure standpoint, but really how does the energy assist you in being a powerful Entrepreneur, mamapreneur, businesswoman.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So it sounds like you're talking about the uh the purpose of, yeah. of sex as opposed to the pleasure of sex. Yeah. Yeah. Or sexual energy. Mm-hmm. Um so uh a couple of things. So your your business always operates out of your personal. So if your personal life is Uh, rocky then you're it's going to reflect and show up in your business if your personal life is rock solid then it's going to show up in your business and uh you know it just is so they're not separate so I think that that's the first distinction is that they are instricably intertwined yeah um and directly proportional to each other um uh, and i've learned that not only through you know reading but really experience you know like when bill and i were like whoop you know business was whoop and 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 then consequently the other way and so the yeah. three is is right on um and then number 2 i was introduced to a book by nicole de called orgasmic meditation and orgasmic meditation is the practice of um you know utilizing intimate sexual energy being extraordinarily intentional about um discovering and unpacking that sexual energy and and um um, really unleashing it like the potential and and becoming aware of the potential of that energy in a very um intentional environment that has standards and guidelines for the purpose of cultivating that energy. Yeah. So the purpose of the of orgasmic meditation is not intercourse, is not the payoff, is not, yeah. you know, it it's more about like let's discover what we can discover yeah. intentionally um, in a loving, safe environment. And so Orgasmic Mama Nicole they don't. Yes. Go read it. And yes. so so <laughs> that was uh I wanna say like it it was a minimum of two and a half years ago. It was actually three years ago when we read the book. So we, we read the book together and then we decided to, you know, she makes a reference in the book about how they do this orgasmic meditation um, before business meetings. Mm-hmm. And so what it, what it is, there's a YouTube video on it, but, you know, super highlights um, the, the, the man create or the partner creates the nest in which you lay in, the woman lays in the nest and then the man fully clothed is in a position over the woman and so the woman is is um is undressed from the waist down and then the man utilizes his finger and um grounding techniques and beautiful affirmations and literally strokes the clitoris of the woman for 15 minutes there's a timer there's a starting point an ending point there's um wrap up and follow up and then done and then Mm. and so um We decided to try that out for our business. And so every Monday at nine o'clock in the morning, Bill and Nancy are oming. And so for the last two and a half years, I think that we we've been doing that. So I think we've probably not done that maybe 10 times Mm -hmm. out of the two and a half years, whether it was vacation or Christmas or whatever, like that kind of stuff. Um, however, if it's not Monday, then we reschedule it. Like right. we did this past Monday because the movers. And so we did it. We owned on Tuesday. Yeah. So the intention behind the ohm is all related around business. And mm-hmm. it's, it's what intentions are we having for our business this week? How are we moving our business? Is it clients? Is it employees? Is it, uh, you know, increased revenue? Is it decreased expenses? Is it, yeah. it's, it's all business related. And so out of that, it's massaging client relationships and creating smoothness around a deal. I mean, it's really, it's very intentional. And so our business has been the most flow the whole time we've ever been. I mean, we've been in business since 2001. Mm So it's been the most fun, the most enjoyable, the best clients, the greatest transactions like ease, um, office, the, the coaching business has come out of that. Um, there's been lots of stuff. There's been mm. many, 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 many things that have manifested as a result of this, that we can tie directly to the ohm. Right. I mean, it's to the point where like we'll OM and then six hours later we're getting like a million dollar contract or something mm. like, like it's, it's, it's like that. And it's really mostly it's mostly more about like the relationships that we're cultivating and the clients that we're cultivating. Um, yeah. So we fully, we fully embraced it. We fully believe in it. Um, it's a part of our, um, our game plan because then after we own, we go into our business meeting and then after we go through our business meeting about Jamison and company, we'll go through our coaching. And Mm -hmm. then we head on to our day. So like Mm -hmm. Monday is meeting Monday. Yeah. and the ohm kicks the whole week off. So it's, uh, it's been extraordinary. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's ingrained. I mean, it's like a practice. It is yeah. a standard part, standard operating procedure.
1: <laughs> right. Right. It's just like, I mean, balancing your budget or whatever other, like paying your employees, like it's just become a part of it to maintain Absolutely. fuel, uh, thrive in your business. And, I mean, just think at, you know, for I'm sure there's a lot of intrigue and stuff upon listening to this. If someone hadn't heard of this before, like what what? it's a mix of things, probably like intrigue to like that's weird, to like that doesn't make any sense, you know, like all the things, but I I think if you just take a step back for a moment and look at some of the things that we'll do for our health or that we'll do, you know, like entrepreneurs specifically. I mean, you look at the habits and lifestyles of successful entrepreneurs, and some of them do, you know, some what other people kind of identify as quirky things, you know, or that most people aren't doing. And there's a reason for that because if they were doing what most people were doing, they wouldn't be experiencing the type of success they're experiencing. Yeah. And so what's interesting to me though, is that utilizing, you know, your sexual energy to fuel everything you do, including your business, um, I'm, I know at one time it wouldn't have made any sense to me at all, but now it just makes so much sense to me to the point of, I can't believe more people aren't realizing that and tapping into that and kind of seeing that without being a sex worker, which you can be, but you can without being a sex worker, your sex can make you money. You know, like that's like what I come back to and Ben Bivens and I kind of talk about and joke about that. Our sex can make us money. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just like if you were to just be doing meditation, you know, yeah non-orgasmic meditation just sitting and meditating or getting proper sleep or drinking enough water all of these things it's whatever is going to make you the best you that you bring to the table
0: yeah.
1: of what you do and if by activating that sexual energy for you does that then yeah that's going to be at the top of your list and something that you directly correlate back to over the past few years as you know bringing renewed uh life and and generation to your business
0: yes oh, so cool uh, Thank you for, for wrapping up and yes. <laughs> put a nice bow on that baby. That was beautiful. Yeah. Cause it Thanks. is, it's all of that. I mean, it is, it, it's the, it's the most powerful, uh, energy in the world is that creation, whether you're creating life or you're creating business or you're birthing a new client or you're birthing a baby. I mean, it's all, it's the creation of all of that. And so yeah. it's yeah. just the consistent practice generates so much creativity and so much, um, just momentum and aliveness and excitement and, yeah. and which then allows you the energy to care for your clients. And I mean, to the level and degree that we care for them, yeah. you know? And, yeah. And friends and I mean, you know, and then it back again, it goes back into personal and then it comes back to business and then it goes into personal and it comes, yeah. so yes. So we're having this supercharged sexual relationship here in our personal life. Well, let's have a supercharged Sexual, utilizing that sexual energy in the yeah. business too, and then just make the loop.
1: Yeah, and what I love too, and and almost like a like fun cheeky way is, you know, your clients or whomever doesn't have to know about any of that, and yet, like, that's uh, just cool to me. That's something that you can kind of have fun with with your partner or even within yourself. You know, they'll see the glow, they'll see the results of yeah. all of that work, right? They'll see you in those meetings, they'll see you landing the deals, and it's like.
0: Like yeah, you
1: know, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like powered by my yoni energy. <laughs> yes.
0: yes, and then yeah, and then I get that. Did you get a haircut? <laughs> right, right. It must be. Did you lose so nice? my You don't yeah. You know, so oh, yeah, yeah, and <sighs> not yeah. I mean, I'm open yeah. to have a conversation. A couple of a couple of clients I'll have the conversation with are just like, really. I'm like, yes, yeah, on you, baby. We're loving on you at multiple levels. Yes. yes. <laughs>
1: Okay, so you mentioned uh you know birth and babies like we are birthers of many things and to go specifically with the babies route for a second, you know you being a mom of two. Yes. And being an orgasmic mom of two. There's a theme that I find come up and I've experienced it my own self in my waves and phases of integrating into motherhood is that challenge of identifying within yourself that you are a sexual being or you're a sexual woman person and reconciling that with this this thing that we've either gotten in our heads from society or our own mothers or whatever reinforces it that it, you can't have both right you can't be sexually expressed and and blissful and also be a great mom because somehow being one means it takes away from the other like it has to you you, ha- you have to choose one of them and then you get even deeper into some of the shame or judgmental layers and it's like, what kind of example is that setting for your kid? There's like all the things that can come up, right? Like how is you being sexual, like the, the, the moral depravity around it, you know, or just any of all that, like I'm going down a, a rabbit hole with it just because all that stuff comes up. And I just yeah. see mama is like guilty and shameful, um, in terms of engaging with their sexuality. So how have you, or how do you kind of balance and integrate in that and kind of allow both worlds to exist not just peacefully but effectively and magically um because that's just such a beast i feel like that thing of like you can't be sexy and a mom period
0: yes (laughs) yes so i want to pay huge huge props to bill Mm. When I was um, when I was a new mom, like brand new mom, infant, teeny tiny itty bitty, um, he always said to me, "Go take time for yourself, go take your shower or I'm here to take your shower. I'm here to um, you know go put makeup on, go put some mascara on or something, go get dressed, something. I got the kid. So the, even it, whether it was 15 minutes or sometimes it was an hour. So that really allowed me the space and the like the minute to get my shit together and be like, okay, cool. Like I'm still Nancy um, yeah. in that role and I'm a mom. So I think the partner is – that's one of the things that the partner can play a huge role in aside from going to warm up the water for the formula or something mm-hmm. like that. Like literally giving – mom a break right so i think there's definitely something there that contributes because quite frankly it's a win-win you know if she's got 10 minutes for herself then he and he's able to do that or she's able to do that for her then the the partner's going to win because the other partner is going to feel like engaging with the other partner you know so it is it's a huge win um very early on. And this goes back to the acceptance and responsibility of who I am as a woman. Um, so my, so I, I did, I have done, and I continue to do a tremendous amount of work on my self-worth and my self-image and empowering myself. And so one of those exercises is a mirror exercise where I stand in front of a mirror and you know, the mirror, I took up much more of the mirror 10 years ago than I do now. And yet I would stand in front of the mirror and I would I would do that work and I would process. And so I, I was, you know, sometimes I was naked. Sometimes I wasn't naked. Sometimes I would do affirmations, Sometimes I would just cry. And so it was an ownership and an, an acknowledgement that I had work to do on myself. And mm-hmm. so I took that five minutes, whether it was in the morning, it was usually in the morning. I made the decision to get up in the morning. Like I used to get up at four 30 in the morning and have my hour, to myself mm. or the kids got up before bill got up babies so i spent time with myself and just really cultivating the relationship with myself and it's mm. times and it was very hard it was very challenging and sure i wanted to stay in bed and sure i didn't want to do it and and so i just got engaged to the payoff of loving myself mm, yeah. and so it's a process i mean this is you know my kids are 13 and, and almost 12 So yeah. you know. So then. I got to the acceptance piece of it and then uh, that I wanted to change the relationship with myself. And then what I realized very early on as I'm bathing my babies in the tub is that I'm the mom of boys and I'm sure mom, moms of girls go through the same thing. It's like, there is, or both, there is this moment in which you're like, oh my gosh, I am raising Kings or I'm raising Queens. Yeah. and for me, that that meant a lot. It meant yeah. that I had a responsibility to show and demonstrate to these princes how to treat the people that they're going to be in relationship with, whomever that was. Yeah, And that started with how to treat, how to teach them how to treat me and to be in relationship with me. And so part of that, so we are very open with them about, um, conversations and, you know, we, we, we use proper terminology when relating to our body parts and we use, and we teach them the slang too. However, when we are in conversation, Mm it's language around body parts. And, and they have an understanding of, you know, well, the, mom, why are you putting on mascara? Well, because when I put on mascara, it, it assists mommy in feeling pretty and beautiful. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And then they're like, well, why do I have to change my underwear? And I was like, well, because it's part of, you know, your hygiene and it's part of mm-hmm. taking care of your body and self-love. And, you know, and then I teach them about how I do my mirror work or I teach them while I'm in the shower that this is my time to do affirmations on my mm-hmm. body. And this is what I say to myself. And this is what I say when I'm doing my knees and when I'm scrubbing my feet. And then, you know, it's very important that I teach them and Bill teaches them how to love themselves and how to embrace their body. And move through these different phases in life. Because now we're in puberty. Yeah. And so to create that environment of transparency and love. As opposed to shame and guilt. And you've got to hide it. And you can't use it. And we can't talk about this. And, you know, I mean, the whole conversation around masturbation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just really, it's really, it's an empowering conversation as to a shameful I can't believe you're you're (laughs) you know all of that crap that we grew up with yeah palms and blah 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 blah. I mean it's just all this stuff so none of that none of that exists yeah in our house in terms of uh actuality like we'll share with them like this is the slang part or this is the conversation or this will come up as part of somebody's conversation around sexuality and intimacy. And this is actuality. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a responsibility for that. There's certainly a responsibility for that. Yeah. Um, But the, um, it's, it's really, it's, it's really important. So it's the responsibility associated with being a mom and being, um, I take that very seriously. I mean, yeah. you know, my boys, they have an understanding that there is a respectful way to be in relationship with somebody mm. again, whomever that's with. Right. Um, it, It's part of, I think that's one of the responsibilities bestowed on a parent is to, is to cultivate that, uh, that understanding, you know, like there's, there's so much, so much, stuff going on in the world. And, and, you know, it's true. Like we can change it one person at a time and it starts with our kids. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: Soapbox. (laughs) Uh, I love that perspective though. And I I think that's one that you don't hear as much of in terms of, you know, why would you want to be an orgasmic mama? And how does that tie into being a great mom? You know, what is that um, cause I'm sure a lot of the surface level stuff is just, you know, what well, makes me feel great. And when I feel great and, and all of that is true and yes. And I feel like for the mom who won't latch onto that and connect with that just yet, cause for whatever reason, maybe she's not in a space of, of feeling great for about herself or for herself. Like that's, she's not yet there to connect with that because whatever, we feel like we don't deserve it or we're just not in that frame of mind. Sure. But yeah. I feel like most moms can get with anything that's going to feed back to assisting your children right and being a responsible parent and um ensuring their highest well-being anything yes. that's going to be for that I feel like mamas will at least like okay um, um you have me now like yes as, as that, if that's what gets you in the door to accessing that for yourself to then you can be at the space of integrating all of the reasons and whys and one of them is that it just feels great for you because it does then amazing but I I I think that's a low radar one that you hit on, but yet it could be a lot bigger in terms of the responsibility you have in terms of the example that you show for your kids, you have to be living into it. So how can you portray, how can you teach and hold space for sex positivity, healthy body image, all of those things, if you're not doing it and
0: sexuality is at the core of all of that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. But that was it that my my kid, my boys was my low hanging fruit. That was the entry point because, you know, I was like living or dying by them because, you know, they they will have the best experience that they could possibly have while they're here, whether it's in school or sex or friends or themselves or whatever it is. And so. Yeah, how is how. And I think moms, yeah, moms totally live or die by that. It's like, mm-hmm. how can I create an environment in which they're having the best experience? Mm. It, that was, I'm I'm really glad that you said that because that was, because then, because you know what happened? Is they start asking me questions. They're like, you know, it was, like I'm having conversations with them about, you know, you know, let's do this, this and this so that you have this great experience. And then they're my mirrors and they'll turn around and say, well, what about you, mom? And I'm like, oh, yeah, gosh, of course. So let me show you this. Let me show you how I take care of myself here. Let me show Mm -hmm. you, you know, and like I so I call myself a goddess around the house or I'll call myself queen. Yeah. You know, and so now they do too. Mm -hmm. And they have an understanding of of why that is and like why that's important for mom. And Mm -hmm. Yas queen. Yas
1: queen. I love that perspective too. Cause, um, you know, as a, as a girl mom, you know, as I add to my why around doing the things that I do, it's like, you know, what she'll be able to see and then take from whatever I show an example, make her own add onto it, make it even more amazing and magical for if whenever she chooses to have children, uh, then also from the perspective of raising young men, raising young Kings you know, what you show them an example of as far as a woman in her power, loving herself, and how they can be space holders for that, support other women in doing that, whether they be partners or not. And, oh, that's just so... Yeah, all of it. That's so juicy. Right. Amazing.
0: Yeah, it is. It's very important that they can be masculine men, Mm -hmm. stable and solid in their king energy, Mm -hmm. and be an incredible loving respectful space holder for other men and Mm -hmm. women Mm -hmm. yes yeah that's it right there
1: i feel like that just like trumps and crushes when someone's like you can't be sexy and a mom or you can't be into your sexuality and a mom but what if it's great for my kids you know that it's like and when you make that connection i love how you said when you got up those mornings and you did the things, despite there were parts of you that were like, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, I just want to lie in bed and I just want to do this thing. You connected and you engaged with the payoff of when you do it of the process. So I think the, the action item from this for mamas who are at that precipice of, you know, being sexy, being a mom, do I have to choose? It's like, get enough of those little wins to engage with the payoff of when you are in that space, whether it's how you feel physically and mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or how you're seeing it impact your children. Super great example of the boys asking you, well, what about you, mom? Like, what about you in this sort of scenario? What are you doing for yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, And I I get that it can be harder when they're little, little to see any of those payoffs, right? It's not like you're going to start seeing immediately those results on, you know, an infant, if you're embracing your sexuality, it's not like they're going to be like using all the proper terminology or, or anything like that. However, trusting that it's still going some, like just that energy is having impact.
0: Well, from an infant. Yeah. I mean, I, I was very intentional about having skin to skin contact with yeah. the I mean, you know, there were many, many, many times that I slept, you know, naked with them or when they were nursing, like they Mm -hmm. were just, we were naked, we would nap together. And like, that was very important. Bath time is very important about sharing and demonstrating intimacy, you know, to be able to like, when you're bathing your baby and you're using, you know, either your hand or this beautiful little washcloth, I mean, like that. That is demonstrating to them how you like to be touched and that they're valued and that they're cherished and honored and and it creates a sense of, ooh, I like this, I want more mm-hmm. of this. And then as they got older... Then I would ask them, you know, do you like this? How do you like that? Do you share, you know, do you share with mom, like what you want? Do you want? And now, now my 13 year old lays in bed and then I'm like, okay, how do you want your back scratched? And Mm. like it over here. I like it down here. You know, can you scratch the back of, you know, my hamstrings? And so he's much more able to express himself out. But that started when they were time to build up. Yeah. It goes back. But yet they have an understanding of how to express themselves, and it's Mm -hmm. not bottled up, and it's not Mm -hmm. shoved down in a place that nobody talks about, or it's not uh, perverted. I mean, it's just—it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's really beautiful. And then again, it allows me to take a step back and to ask questions and be in in that space too. So Mm -hmm. it's just—it's a really beautiful process. I think I think you can, I I think you can do it the whole time, like from. Mm -hmm you know, beginning pre-baby to ev- the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very important, but it crosses over. And then, mm-hmm. you know, from a, uh, from a, to answer your question directly about, you know, demonstrating, you know, Bill and I are very intimate and affectionate in front of them in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, I mean, appropriateness, of course we're appropriate. Right. And they have an understanding that you know when we close the door that there is where. Well, what do you guys do? Well, we're we are moving sexual energy, but that's where they are now. You right, know, yeah. like we're not talking about that at like nine and ten, but right. Yet they have an understanding. You know, mommy, we're always hugging. We hug on the heart. You know, we hug you. We hug our friends. We hug our family. Like, yeah. Hugging and touching is very important, and um it's, it is, it's very important. It allows them permission, if you will, to be Mm -hmm. able to access that part of them.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's amazing. What sort of feedback or just loving words of affirmation, whatever for a mama watching this and, you know, is at some of that earlier stage of even recognizing what being an orgasmic mama could be for her. And that feels daunting or frustrating or crush. You know, it could be a combination of lots of things, exciting, titillating and terrifying. Yes. Um, and I also can get from the perspective cause I used to be this way. Certainly I would see where someone was at. And like you, for instance, if I was watching you at, of this at a different point in my life, I'd be like, oh, shit, it took the 20 plus years, this marriage, like having kids, like I'm, I'm not there, you know, I'm at the very beginning of, of all this and that just seems mm-hmm. so far away, so hard, so impossible. I might as well just quit now, yeah. you know, cause that's just not possible for me. So for any mama who even has like a shred of that going on, yep. just what you can offer for you because you are on the other side of that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I totally get it. <laughs> and it's, it's, I totally get it. But yeah, I could remember, I mean, I remember what it was like being 24 mm-hmm. <laughs> and like a brand new mom, you mm-hmm. know, and whew. so yeah, so be patient with is, mm-hmm. is number one for sure to be patient. And, and, um, you touched on this a little bit. I mean, you're looking at somebody who's been working on this for, you know, 20 plus years. Yeah. So the result that you see now has been lots of teeny tiny little choices that have some are great and a lot of them weren't and yet the great ones build momentum and then it just carries on and it carries on and it carries on and it carries on and it carries on so be patient pick one um one habit that i started with a very long time ago was um just creating three things that I was grateful for every day. And somebody may say, I just want to pick one, then just pick one. However, by you creating the consistent habit of you um, intentionally, purposefully taking the time out to write down that one thing, and you write it every day. And sometimes you're going to miss it. It's okay. But you just get back. And I had a separate gratitude journal. I still have them. I have them all. I just packed them. There's like wow. seven or eight of them full of gratitude. And it's and it's one a day. And then you get to look back at them and go, wow, look at I did all this gratitude. And then you look back year two or three. Wow, look at us. I did all this gratitude. And then it creates more gratitude. I think that's the most pivotal habit that you can start with. And then show up just show up for yourself and just step into it and have an understanding and an awareness that it's, it's going to be scary. It's going to be challenging at times. Sometimes it's going to be painful as hell and it's, you are so worth it and, and I'm so worth it and you're so worth it. And so eventually they'll be able to get into the space where it's like, wow, because I'm doing this, this is actually impacting not only me, it's impacting my kids, it's impacting mm. my husband or my partner, it's impacting my friends, it's impacting my circle, it's impacting my work, it's impact, and it impacts everybody. Um, it's the butterfly effect. Mm. You know? So yes, you do matter. And yes, you do count. And yes, it is very important. And if you don't do it, then it's also going to impact somebody else. Right. With the same butterfly effect. Right. So... So be patient, start with gratitude, and know that you matter Mm. is where I get to. Because I do. I remember, man, like it was yesterday. And I remember, oh my gosh, I remember the day that I was like, you have got to remember where you started because this was the moment that I realized that I was going to help so many people was because, like, I knew, like, remember where you started because you're going to, you're going to the responsibility associated with assisting others and pulling you. I mean, it's like, come on, just, you stand on the shoulders of giants and you got mm. to just, just pull them up. Yeah. So, yes. I remember. <laughs> uh,
1: I love all that. I love how you kind of bring it all the way around to from where you saw yourself, what it takes, where you are now. And you remember, because I think that assists in, continuing that motivation and inspiration is remembering where you were. And then that fuels so many themes of what you talked about today, like the responsibility that you have and how, how seriously you take that and how much you, you honor that and hold that with you in a, in a powerful way. And the awareness that you are keen on and tuned into it's, it's, it just feeds everything that you've talked about that we've talked about. And then to just wrap it up nicely with that thing. Like this secular cyclical, that's the word I want cyclical experience. Uh, it's just really, really beautiful. And I'm so grateful for you sharing that with us. And I'm sure there's going to be questions or follow-up or whatever. So any mamas who want to connect with you, I'm going to put that out there and, uh, there might be follow-ups and I just see so many so many cool things that can come from this by putting it out there and that's another thing that you're doing you're you're putting it out there you're sharing it's not like you just developed this secret sauce and you're keeping it to yourself it's like no
0: you know expand let's all rise let's all grow it's, yes yes oh. it's it's a community it takes it takes a community it takes a village it's it's not designed to do it by yourself it's mm-hmm. designed to do it with everybody and yeah continuous evolution and it's just a beautiful thing it's so okay. fun It's great.
1: Thank you so much, Nancy. I appreciate you so much. I love you.
0: I love you too. Thanks, boo. (laughs) Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. If you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show. I'm Nancy Jameson. And I'm Bill Jameson. And remember, it's a great life. Woo! <laughs> Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.